0: everybody, welcome back to the Camera Shack Podcast, Episode 3. Today, I wanted to briefly talk about my adventure down to the Kentucky Highlander Renaissance Festival. Uh, so yesterday, me and a few friends, we drove down to Kentucky. Um, they have a renaissance festival down there um, in Eminence, I believe is how you say it. It's uh, not too far from Louisville. Is to the right of Louisville um, and it was about a uh, about a two and a half three hour drive down there um, including stopping getting some lunch and stuff so it's uh it's a pretty cool little place it's pretty big pretty good size so we got there we parked um, i i brought my camera and, and he brought a camera as well um, in this case, I used my Canon camera again, and I primarily used a uh, 24 to 105 f4 for most of the shots I was taking that day. I also took some with a um, 70 to 200, and a lot of those shots turned out really nicely. So, um, some of the stuff we had to do there. So we when we walked in. Have like, a little gate that you can walk through, and then um it's it's very foresty. There's lots of lots of trees, and you kind of like there's a lot of forest, but there's also like built-up buildings, though, as well. Um, so when you first kind of walk in, there's three different paths, like a left path, a right path, and then like the main center path that's kind of wide. Um and so we initially went to the left, and so you kind of go into You know, it really feels like almost like a forest, but with like small buildings. But we went to the left and there are some shops, some little vendors along there and a a small pub. Um, We kept going a little bit further and then there's like a little stage area. Um, There wasn't anyone performing when we went by, but I believe uh, PB&J Circus at some point um, did... Uh, a performance or two on that stage uh, and then it keeps going around and connects back to that main center road um, and so that's that's kind of where we went and then uh, as you keep walking a little bit further you can actually, it opens up into a little uh, like big open area and uh, so there's a um, pub right in that big open area uh, but if you keep walking a little bit further you can actually get to another little open area and this is the cool it has like is so like another open area and it's really cool because it has a big um, area for music so there was a uh, band playing there uh, Pictus that was the name of the band so they had two drummers um, and one person playing the bagpipes, um, it was a decent-sized stage, you know, I, I wouldn't say it was humongous, but it was pretty big, um, and there was, uh, I think two other small stages, um, along the tree line of the little opening, um, but, I mean, then you could keep walking, so if you I guess walk back then to that pub area where it's basically where the um center leads out into and uh then there's another opening that you can walk to from that same so I guess you call this like the center opening and the left opening would be where the band was playing so if you go to the and I guess the front opening I don't know how to describe it but the front opening um then there's a jousting area and so we stopped there for quite a few minutes and watched uh, a joust go on. So it was two people on horses. So it was three people on horses total. One was the announcer, then two knights, and uh, they they did a I think it was a four-part act. So the first part was both knights would ride down. So it was like it's like two lanes. The the uh, arena area like two straight lanes and they're right next to each other and so for the first part um the uh the one knight would go down the one lane and in the middle of someone um in the middle of the two lanes holding up some like a ring and the uh the knight has to take their jousting pole i don't know what the technical word for it is but what you want to call their jousting pool and basically pick up and get the ring out of their hand. Um and then the other knight would then go back night two would then do the exact same thing but from the other side. Um and then they would do it again. Um so like for part two, except they would have two people staying about one-third of the way through and two-thirds of the way through with a out ring, and then they would have to try to collect both rings. Um, and then the third part, they had this, um, in the middle, then they put in the middle like this, uh, thing on top of a pole and it like spins around, looks like a T and their goal is to hit, uh, one side of that T with their jousting pole, um, to make it spin around. Um, and then I think they just went on to the actual joust. Then I, I don't remember... I guess, in particular, but, uh, we'll just say next with the big joust. So what they would do is they, they have three jousting sticks and then they, you know, they would pick one up. The other person would pick one up and they basically, one person sits on the left lane, the other person sits on the right lane, and then they charge each other and they hit each, other sh- each other's shield with their jousting rods. Um... And then whoever, I think if you, the, the rods are kind of flimsy and if you break off like the tip of the rod, then you basically, the other person scores a point, I believe or it's the other way around. Um, and I think they tied because then they went into this whole combat thing. So they got the horse, um, and each person got an ax one person got an axe another person got two swords and then they started going at each other um fighting um, but i think the one guy kind of threw because <laughs> it looked like he like raised his hands above his head like he's gonna do like a like a chop down and then the other guy like he just kind of did that but then, like in slow motion and the other guy then like came and swiped along like the side of his stomach with his sword but they're wearing you know full armor and everything I think you just kind of put over and died like, uh, so, um, but then we, if, you know, that's that area. So then if you, if you go back to that central area, um, you could go along another path. So it's, it's basically very similar to the left path. The right path are both very similar. So you can go back to the central area and then go back up the right path and it leads back up to the start then and there's um a couple vendors uh, along that way too and there's also a little stage for um fairies like uh, I, I think there a lot of fae and fairies along there and they had like their own little stage and you could get like a like a, a fairy name i believe along there um so yeah we, we took lots of photos i probably took about 400 photos probably if i had to guess and I ended up with 111 photos total edited. Um, I also took quite a few videos uh, while I was there, too. And I think those videos turned out really well. There's just like little short clips, like five second clips. And I. Um, added some like slowed them down so I record them in 60fps and then slowed them down probably about I think between 60 and 40 percent uh depending on the clip and then I threw it onto the timeline in Resolve I used Resolve to edit um with some background music and uh yeah it, uh did some little coloring to it and I think the video itself turned out pretty well uh so that's kind of that day all summed up if you haven't already you should check me out on instagram at the logan r i've been posting a lot of uh, great photos on there recently and i would love it if you could check it out like a few photos and follow me thanks Another thing I've been up to recently is helping out with this Cyber Patriot Program. So at the uh, Air Force Museum that's next to my house, um, they've been hosting a um, summer camp. It's one week long. so. Monday today through Friday. Um, and so for people who may not know, um, Cyber Patriots is a national cybersecurity competition um, that the Air Force puts on. Um, let me let me pull this up here. So it's a national youth cyber education program created by the Air Force Association to inspire uh, students towards careers in cybersecurity. So there you go, a little, a little filler from the website. Um, uh, but I'm helping out with it. I'm one of the people who are mentoring some of the uh, students who are coming in for it. Um, so uh, we're having it in the uh, the space pod, is what they call it. So, uh, in the way back at the museum, they have this, uh, little room that's kind of looks like a, uh, space center, I guess. And it's a, basically a classroom, but instead of being four corners, it's, it's just a circle. Um, and they have two spacesuits suits, uh, one is like an orange space suit and one's like a white spacesuit suit and it's have a glass case, but, um, there's probably about 32, um, students who are taking part. Um, and so today's the first day we're doing it, um, and then we're also going to do it next week as well, but they're going to be like, it's going to be an air quote advanced version um, of the of the kind of the class and stuff like that. So we'll see how many people are, our new students, how many people roll over from this week to next week. Um, I think there's going to be less people in the uh, advanced camp, if I'm mistaken, uh, but so... It's been pretty interesting so far. Uh, I've been uh, one of the people who, who uh, I, I guess. So each the whole, uh, so basically, there's it's split into lectures. So each lecture is between you know 15 minutes to 45 minutes, um, and the whole camp per day is so it's uh, it's four hours long. Um, so today we had like, I believe four different lectures and each lecture then is, is taught by someone else. So, um, one was done by Aaron, uh, one was, uh, done by me. Um, and then I think Aaron did another one and, uh, Sal, one of the other people that he did, uh, one as well. Um, so yeah. And, um, then every so many of them we we will either do an actual um i don't know activity i guess so for instance one of the activities they did was they had to open up vmware and then load up um windows 10 that was virtualized and then they had to do like a series of steps so like change the wallpaper you know do do some other stuff um and just get them used to using vmware like because you know most people have never heard of vmware so you know here's the way it is getting some just some simple use in it and then you know as the class goes on you know i think day four is going to be actually open up linux and you know how to do some different stuff in ubuntu you know some security stuff and stuff like that so it should be very interesting to to see how things advance and uh we'll see how it goes some quick updates about what I'm planning on doing in the next month or two. So for Jul- or for June uh, let's see here uh, so yesterday the 5th I went to um, the Highland Festival uh, June 11th I'm going to be helping with the Little Miami Watershed Network they're doing a river cleanup uh, which will be very cool um they're basically going to canoe I lose canoe along the um, little Monument River and basically pick up trash out of the river as they go along and along the riverbank and so I'm gonna be going out and hoping with that and taking some photos you know the actual trash pickup and then after they're finished with trash pickup I guess they're going to do like an actual celebration or some kind of party Uh, So, I'm going to go to uh, that as well. I'm not sure exactly what the party is called, but they're having it in Xenia somewhere. So, I was going to go to that, take some photos there. And I think that should be um, pretty cool. Uh, And then I don't know that there's really anything else for the month of June. Because I think then the next... Oh, no. Okay. June 18th. June 18th is the Celtic Fest... Celtic, Celtic I think it's the Celtic fest Ohio I would definitely be going to that um, that's gonna be at the Ohio Renaissance Fairgrounds and yeah I'm definitely gonna go there definitely be taking lots of pictures I, it's gonna be a huge all-day event um, it's going to be lots of fun uh, they're they're definitely looking for volunteers I thought about volunteering for like a two-hour time slot um, like a two hour time slot or two two hour time slots um but i wouldn't i don't know i don't know who would be coming with me that day so i don't i don't really want to just you know have to force like a second wheel i guess to come along with me um like have someone have to be there with me in order to like hold my camera for two hours while i go you know go volunteer and that was the main reason why i didn't do that Um, Because the other option would just be like Leaving with somebody like random Or like in some random office And I'm definitely not going to do that Um, So I'm going to be um, uh, Taking photos for that That should be a really cool Really exciting event Lots of bands and um, Performances And all kinds of really cool stuff Um, I think after that there's no events other than the, uh, Kentucky Renaissance Festival. Um, I don't think I'm going to go back to the Kentucky Renaissance Festival this year. Um, I, I might go back, uh, the, um, let's see here. I might go back in June, July. Let me, let me finish my sentence. Back in July. Um like so it's gonna be open july 9th to the 10th and July 16th to the 17th. I might go then maybe. I think it's just gonna depend on how things kind of uh, work out. Um but I don't think I have anything else. Okay, so July 29th, 30th, and 31st is the Dayton Celtic Festival. Um and uh, it says, my calendar says that the 30th and the 31st is the Dayton air show. So that's going to be a tough one. I either, um, well, so I, I think i will do, this is my, I think my, my plan is uh, look at the weather. And if the weather is good both days, then go to the Celtic fest on Saturday, uh, probably Friday and Saturday. Uh, and then go to the air show on Sunday. And if the weather is going to be rainy, uh, just do nothing. <laughs> and if it's going to be rainy either Saturday or Sunday, but not both days, then I may just prioritize the Celtic Fest. Because I feel like, you know, I, I went to the air show last year. Um, wish we can make a whole different thing about that. But went to the air show last year. Um, got some good photos. But... I think that I can get way more photos and a lot nicer photos from the Celtic Fest. The problem with the air show is that these air show photos could have been technically taken anywhere. Like, it's really hard. Like, it could have been taken at any air show that has the Blue Angels, where, like, the Dayton Celtic Fest, you know, is going to be happening in Dayton, and it's going to be like, oh, wow, that was taken at the Dayton Celtic Fest, you know? And there were lots of people dressed up and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Where I feel like the air show, you basically get photos of Blue Angels and people boarding Blue Angels. <laughs> so, I, I think that's that kind of sums that up. So, um, and then obviously July 4th weekend. So, I got some stuff lined up uh, the whole week. Um, there's a parade July 2nd that I'm going to go to. There's a parade July 4th that I'm going to go to. Um, And take photos. I'm going to take both photos at uh, both of those. And uh, then there's uh, a bunch of um, celebration, I guess, block parties that are going on. Uh, So I'm going to go to two different block parties then one at 9 a.m. and one at uh, 4 p.m. It starts at 2 p.m., but I'll probably go at 4 p.m. and take some photos there. And I might take some photos of the fireworks at the July 3rd block party. Um, Maybe not. I, I took photos last year at it, and they turned out really nicely. But uh, if I did it again this year, I'd probably take a tripod and uh, just kind of see how that turns out. I don't know. Well, we'll see. So that's uh, how things are working for the uh, next two months. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed, please check out some of my other episodes. Also, please share this podcast with some of your friends. I would love to grow the audience for it. Uh, if you'd like to leave any comments or suggestions to me, uh, feel free to send me a message on Instagram at theloganr. I would love to hear from you guys. Thanks.